Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest-growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners, and I couldn't do another week of Katie's season without my girl, Tasha alongside me. She is back to chat about everything from this second episode, so welcome uh-huh. back, Tasha. Hi, my little Happy Hour listeners. I am so excited to be back and give you all a little bit more tea about this season, but I'm most excited for our guest today, the Bachelorette herself. Katie is joining us, and I just, like, can't wait. It's going to be a mm-hmm. good episode of Bachelor Happy Hour. I can't wait. I We haven't had Katie on Bachelor Happy Hour since she was on Matt's season, which was forever ago. Crazy. It's been so long. I mean, it just feels like eons ago that we had her on and like I absolutely fell in love with her when we first had her with us um so we're gonna bring her on very shortly but before we do chat with her we just have to get into last night's episode we saw a lot go down we obviously were left with the cliffhanger um I'm excited to actually have Katie on though because you know we can chat about all of the dirt and the tea and what went down with her um but I think we should just start off and and Tisha if you're cool with this just like maybe give like our favorite highlights or lows lights of the the I was gonna say the season of the episode that we saw yeah absolutely okay first off I have to say with the first date can I just say that I love Heather McDonald and Mm -hmm. that yes you can (laughs) (laughs) I think that date was just so different from anything I've ever seen really um on the bachelorette and I think the guys were so incredibly funny and 
made light of a situation that can kind of be awkward at times in front of mm-hmm. 30 guys that mm-hmm. are all trying to date the same girl. <laughs> Heather McDonald was the perfect host for that. I absolutely yes. love her. Obviously, we chatted with her last week, but she just brought such a funny perspective to the date without yes. making it like it didn't cross a line. Like, I'm sure some people were going to watch it and be like, oh, you know, this is kind of like scandalous or like trashy. Right. I thought it was great. It was handled so well. Most of the guys besides Mike, who obviously we saw was very uncomfortable with the date for certain reasons. Like most of the guys just owned it and made it very lighthearted. Who, I mean, cause you were obviously there sitting next to Katie. Who was your favorite standout guy from that group date? Oh my gosh. Let me think. She laughed so hard. Um, with Trey's little like puppet show, <laughs> which was yes. so awkward in person <laughs> because it went on for like 15 minutes. <laughs> Um, but it was, it was comical. I thought she really enjoyed Connors, the cat cat song. She loved that song. I loved that song. I was like, girl, if you don't like that song, there's something Mm -hmm. wrong with you. Let me clean out your little ears. (laughs) Um, cause he was just, I was not expecting that from him. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's good. He can actually sing. He's not just and write lyrics. Hello. Yes. He's clever. It was, it was like the perfect balance of like actually good performing, and, you know, like, he's very musically talented with witty lyrics. And I was right. like, hmm. And it wasn't, like, too show-offy, like, hi, I'm a musician. Like, let me mm-hmm. play for you. It was just, like, mm-hmm. I could play along. And then just, like, it was witty. It was cute. It was flirty. And you didn't expect some of those lines from Connor the Cat. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, that was great. The only thing I wish would have been added to that is if he would have actually still had the cat costume on while he was oh, performing. I think the cat costume is dead and done. Okay, baby. I think the cat costume is dead and done. I don't know. After we saw how much she loved in night one, it's got to be somewhere. I feel like it's not too far away. Um, <laughs> so funny. He probably still has it in his closet. Oh, gosh. I hope I would hope so. If he yeah. doesn't come out to like mental all, if he, you know, I, I don't know how far he gets, but if he's if he's part of mental all and he's not in that cat costume or like the pause, oh. don't make an appearance. I'm going to be very very disappointed. That is comical. Okay, wait, we'll have to look out for that. Um, okay, so obviously group date for the most part went well. Uh, we saw Thomas yeah. get the group date rose that night. Great. Um, can I just say, I don't think I trust Thomas. It's so funny because uh, I try not to say too much, um, but I thought the same thing. Like, you're okay. too good looking and you say the right things and there's something like red flaggy about that. Is that not right? No, I feel the same way. I wrote in my notes. Okay. I said, he's hot, but I don't trust a man who after meeting him says, uh, he he keeps saying like you can trust me you can trust me it's like why are you telling me this right now like he's just like too scripted too perfect like he says all the right things it's like he's watched the show every season you know like he knows Uh, but I mean of course you if I was Katie I would look at him and be like oh okay I trust you too got it um yeah so I can trust you there's just something about him so we'll see we'll see I I don't know what's gonna go down but um yeah, he he got the group date on that on that or he got the the group date rose group on that date. Rose. Um, but then we go into one of the people's favorites so far, Mr. First Impression Rose man himself, Greg, went on a red pickup truck camping tent date with Katie, which I found 
one of, as one of the sweetest dates I've ever witnessed. Um, I completely from start, agree. From start to finish, it was sweet. But no, I think Greg just there's something about like sharing something really heavy, like a loss of a parent um, with somebody else that bonds people in a specific way. And I think, I mean, it's only, it's week one. It's her first one-on-one date. I mean, usually guys who go on the first one-on-one dates like tend to make it pretty far just because you establish a connection very early on, fresh out the gate. And so I think that in itself, layered with the fact that they both recently lost their fathers, I'm like, you know, Wow, I've just watched the entire season unfold. So I like Greg. I'm going to keep my eye on him. If I was, if I was a betting woman, I'd say he's going far. I, I'm always wrong, so I probably shouldn't bet. But um, uh, yeah, then we get into the last date, the buckle brawl. Nothing like too wild and crazy with most of the men besides Aaron and Cody, which we saw. Um, some of that drama happened. There was obviously tension brewing between the men, um, which ultimately led Katie feeling comfortable talking to Aaron, which I'm glad that she got to that point with him, with somebody in the group where she could sit down and be like, hey, look, tell me what's going on. Give it to me straight. Uh, You know, no BS. Um, And led her to send Cody home, which whatever, if she felt like that was the right thing to do, like kudos to her. If she knows what she wants and she doesn't want to mess around and deal with extra guys who she has to question this early on, I'm like, send him home. Goodbye. Goodbye, Cody. That's that's what I told her. I was just like, hey, if this is already a thing, nip it in the bud. We don't have time for that. And she was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I actually don't have time for that. So I'm just going to say, ta-ta. You know, wait, can I just say one thing? Like the one thing that kind of like, Pulled on my heartstrings just a little bit this episode. Oh, give it to me. Of course. You know, I just have to say, like, after watching it, because obviously Caitlin and I were there on the um, Greatest Lover date. Mm -hmm. But to see Mike P, like, behind the scenes, like, how much, like, how nervous he was, but also, like, how much he emotionally went through, like, having to tell somebody that he's a virgin, like, Mm -hmm. that broke my heart. Because it really isn't something that, like, I feel like people should, like, be so scared to say. And I know that Katie's sex positive, but like people like that's him and that's like you. Mm -hmm. And I really hated that. He felt like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like it was something to almost kind of be not, he wasn't ashamed of it at all, but it was more of like, he was like timid to share. Yeah. Well, I, and I can't speak for him because I don't know him and I'm not him, but I can imagine like, it's one thing to know at some point you're going to have to have that conversation with whoever the the lead is. Yeah. Uh, that's that's expected unless you go home early on. But I don't think he and, and he even admitted this. I don't think he thought it was going to be that early that on early. in that public of a setting. Like it's, it's definitely right. something. If if I was him, I would have wanted to have with just her. But the way he approached how he actually told her, I found oh my god so endearing. I like I'm so glad she gave him the award to win that group date that day because he opened up and he was sweet about it. He made I think he he made it be known like more of who he was and that, you know, yeah, maybe he didn't want to share, but he still did and that takes balls, but Maybe that's, like, the wrong phrase to say, too, right now. I no, don't know. But, but it's, like, he did it in such a classy way. Like, yeah. I just remember being there and him reading that, you know, um, his entry, his journal entry. Mm-hmm. And I was crying. Katie mm-hmm. was crying. Caitlin yeah. was crying. Like, it was done so beautifully. And I just want to give him, like, a round of applause and just, like, tell mm-hmm. him, like, I loved that so much. Um, We're Mike fans. It, 
it was just so genuine and sincere and so well said and just I'm so mm-hmm. happy he received the award. Like hopefully that encourages people to like, I don't know, just mm-hmm. be okay with that. If that's you, mm-hmm. that's you, you know? Yeah. And it's so great that we're seeing all ends of the spectrum here from everyone that comes on the show. You have yeah. people who are virgins and saving themselves till marriage, and that's great. You have people who are very open and out there and sex positive, and that's great. And then you have everyone in between. And so it's all somebody's own personal choice. It's all our own personal journeys to learn and grow on. And so just allow everyone to be themselves, people. And so, Mike, Thank you for sharing. I'm Absolutely. so glad that, you know, we finally got to the point. Hopefully now, um, now that that's out, he can feel more comfortable in this setting and, you know, being more open and moving forward with Katie. Um, yeah, but that was yeah. really sweet. So, yeah, I just wanted to get get that out there. Anyway. Yeah. OK, I'm so excited for Katie. Yeah, I'm so excited to see what next week holds. We'll start off, I'm assuming, with the rose ceremony because we ended with that cliffhanger, which I hate. Yeah. Uh, but I, I get it. You got to keep us hooked, people. So um, I think without further ado, we just should bring Katie on because I have so many questions for her. I know you do, and you have definitely built a friendship with her since then. And it's probably just going to be great to have you as co-host with me today to help her feel a little bit more comfortable. So everybody, please welcome the amazing bachelorette herself katie katie welcome back to bachelor happy hour i was trying to just think about the last time we had you on which was in the middle of matt's season i think yes. like months and months ago so welcome back your life has completely changed since then between finishing matt's season watching his season back being announced as bachelorette filming your own season and now your season is airing so much has gone down so how have you been feeling throughout all of these crazy months I mean I'll be honest like my life actually feels kind of the same right now because everything's like in limbo a little bit you know Uh Mm -hmm. uh, at times it also feels like a dream and so when I watch it back I'm like oh no this is real life this is really (laughs) happening like that Mm -hmm. stuff actually went down (laughs) right and and it's always such an odd experience because obviously you lived it like there's so much that you went through with these guys and like in your own personal journey but now watching it back there's so much that you realize you don't see like you you know like you're not with the guys 24 7 you're not in their interviews so how has that been like watching what they say about you back watching what goes down at the resort when you're not around like what is that like for you it's interesting because without giving any spoilers some of the things that these guys are saying or are struggling with are like foreshadowing future conflict. And it's like, oh, that was something they were battling early on or there were red flags early on that I never saw. And so it's just, it is very interesting to finally see like behind the scenes. Isn't mm-hmm. it? It's, it's, it's like, I wish y'all would have told me about that now that you're watching about it. Right. I mean, I know oh. I definitely felt like that watching my season back and I can mm-hmm. only imagine for you. Cause like we all can relate to some capacity. Uh, we all could relate a lot, okay? Mm-hmm. But these guys, I feel like I always thought, like, why didn't you tell me that? Like, it would have helped us, you know? Mm-hmm. So I totally understand. Well, that's why I think it's good that, Katie, you have Caitlin and Tasha, which I want to ask you about. But thank goodness you had them, you know, as, like, 
this girl gang, these confidants, like that you could lean on for advice in situations because you know they went through the entire thing and and maybe they were picking up or hearing certain things when you weren't around that they could have shared with you. Um, obviously, when they came on, it was a complete surprise to you. So reliving that back, what did that feel like for you when you first saw them? I mean, well, I was going to say come out of the limo, but they just snuck up behind you. <laughs> I was so shocked. I even like. I'm reliving the emotion right now of like this like overwhelming joy of like thank god these women are here and it was nothing i could have ever expected and i i honestly almost cried or maybe i even did i don't remember but i was relieved i was so happy to have them both there mm-hmm. you took on a big undertaking going in thinking like you might not have a host you might not have anyone there besides the men and you know your team of producers there so i'm so glad that you guys all had each other to lean on. I know I've talked to both Tayshin and Caitlin, um, who they've had moments too, I think, filming with you that brought back memories. And so I think on all fronts, it was good that you guys all had each other. Um, one thing that we can all relate to, as Tasha said, you know, more than anything else is like this experience really bonds people in a weird way and nothing can truly prepare you for the role that is being the lead in this franchise. So we're curious to know, since we have you on, and I'm sure much of our listeners have been wondering this too, what were like, say three qualities or conversations, et cetera, that you had going into your season, knowing you wanted to talk about with the men, whether it made it on air or not, that like were very important to you. You know, it's tough because Becoming a bachelorette was such a like short notice for me that I almost didn't really have time to plan that way. You know, like as I'm there, I'm getting advice from Tasha and Caitlin of like exactly that question. Like, what do you want to know? And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't really thought this far yet. I was taking it day by day. Um, but obviously kind of knowing, I think, what their goals are and where they see their life headed in the next year and trying to figure out if that's something I can intertwine with. Mm-hmm. Man. I know. It, and like, honestly, being that I was there with Katie, like we had a lot of conversations, her, I and Caitlin about like, you know, what are you trying to get out of this? Also, like she was kind of stressed out because she's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to feel, what I'm supposed to feel. And when that's like, is it going to be very obvious to me? Mm-hmm. And why don't I feel this or that yet? And it's just it's so hard to really tell somebody when that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. or how you're supposed to feel or navigate those waters. But it's just, it's such a unique journey that you kind of just have to let it unfold and try to let go of control, which Katie, I know I've told you multiple <laughs> times, it's like this is the one thing you kind of just have to like lean into. And it's really, really hard to do that. So I understand the thing of like not knowing exactly, like coming in there and like, I don't know. I know that I like this type of man or like this, 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 but like, being able to like pick up a guy in the lineup and be like, yep, you have it all. It's so hard mm-hmm. to do that, even though you have that option in a way. I mean, you mm-hmm. have 30 men to choose from. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think it's so easy for anyone to kind of go off of what you're physically attracted to, right? Like right. 30 men are coming out of the limo. It's easy to be like, oh, that's my type. He's hot. Yes, sign me up for that, man. But that's why I loved, Katie, when you were able to sit down with Tasha and Caitlin. And I don't remember which one of you told her this, but you said one of you said just, you know, stay open to everyone because they might surprise you. You know, like don't write anyone off night one because you never know what their personality, what their personality is going to be like, what they might open up to you about. Um, Right. So so I know that they told you that night one, Katie, did you feel like throughout these next couple of weeks and I guess throughout the entire journey if you will. God, I'm like 
try not to say that word, but throughout your entire journey, did you keep that in the back of your mind and try to always like remember that? And, you know, like if you were trying to write somebody or like at the point of writing somebody off, you're like, "Mm, let me just give them one more shot. Like how open do you feel like you stayed the entire time? I was extremely open with every single guy, which I think is going to be so obvious as, you know, Bachelor Nation is watching back. I built really strong connections with some of these guys, friendships with some of them. Like, to be honest, I'm very excited for Mental All because I have nothing but great things to say about a lot of these men. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say they're excited just, for <laughs> mental all before. I, I was just going to say, that's usually not the case. <laughs> yeah, it's nerve wracking walking into a room full of all of your exes who you just recently broke up with. And you're just like, oh, it's I mean, it's fun. And a lot of them like for the most part, like the guys are great. I don't know your men. I can only assume going off of past seasons, like they'll wish you the best and want you nothing but happiness, but it's a little nerve wracking. So thank God you have Carrie to style you and you have Gina to make you look flawless when you're out there in front of all those exes. Um, But okay, let's get into the good stuff. Um, We need to get into, I mean, we've obviously seen now two episodes, um, but there's so much more that I'm sure is going to go down in the weeks and the months to come. Um, So getting into night one, obviously, you know, one of the biggest surprises I'm sure you had were Caitlin and Tasha coming in and surprising you. Um, But limo entrances, what was your absolute favorite and what was your least favorite? I feel I love like that, that should question. be so obvious <laughs> because my favorite was Connor the cat, like hands down, without a doubt. My least favorite was definitely the RV with Jesse. <laughs> but was it your least favorite at first or when he brought you in later? Um, I think in the beginning I had a feeling I wasn't going to like it. So I was already going into it with low expectations. And then when mm-hmm. I was in the RV, I was like, oh, yeah, I was. Yes, right. not it. <laughs> As he's eating celery and just has like crap laying all over. I was telling well, Tasha this last about, week. Like murdering me and like t- giving me a drink and going to the bedroom. Like he's like jokes. I'm like, I don't know if you're joking, sir. <laughs> you want to know what? I weirdly love like true crime and weird shit like that. So I feel like I would have kind of been like into it a little bit in a weird no, way. So. Becca, that's <laughs> probably not a good thing and you probably should cut that habit well, like now okay well, I, I like i would have just been like giving him shit like oh yeah i heard this on like a crime podcast last week or i just watched a documentary and the girl got murdered and like great what'd you sign me up for abc you know like just i don't know right it would i, I would have uh i had some fun with it um oh my gosh i just had a question about our the rv thing and i totally forgot um oh my gosh we can but, move on from that. I guarantee. Yeah, we, we don't intend to Um It's it was so interesting though watching you meet the men and then having Caitlin and Tasha watching in the background because I feel like there were certain instances where you I I don't know if you, like you weren't too sure of the men of who you were meeting, but the girls in the back were like, "Oh, she likes him. She's into him." Yeah, and then like to see it all play back and like who you kept and sent home, I was like, "This is this is like a good way to be doing a premiere night." Like having your girlfriend there eating some popcorn. Yes. It's so funny because Katie, like I was just realizing this last week, but like we had no idea what these guys were saying to you. And so like when you were giving us a thumbs up, we're like, okay, cool. Like she's into it. And like when you were giving the thumbs down, like we had no idea what the guys were saying. But then watching the episode, we're like, 
now that makes sense. That was creepy. Or like, walk away. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? So it was so fun, like, seeing you be able to, I don't know, because we had just met that night. Like, we didn't know Mm -hmm. what you're into and um, how you would react to some of these things. So it was really fun for Caitlin and I to actually watch it and, like, talk about it after the fact because we're like, that makes so much sense now. We could have... I wish we had, like, a listening device. Next time, just give everyone some walkie-talkies. That would that, be a good idea. So you can say, like, no, go. Been, yeah, like, <sighs> We can Katie, just escort him doing? before he gets SOS, in. SOS, <laughs> over and out. <laughs> um, okay, so, Katie, last night, let's get into your first actual week of dates. So we yes. saw you go on three different dates. Out of all of those, which date, activity-wise, was your overall favorite? Honestly, I really loved the greatest lover of all time date because you guys only got to see just a small portion of it, but it felt like a comedy show. Like it was Uh like, I don't know, like two hours maybe of just pure entertainment and laughter. And this is like the first time we're all kind of getting to know each other as a group. And it was just so much fun. Mm -hmm. It was a good one. I will say Heather McDonald is incredible. She did such a good job hosting that. Um, And it was just such like a good catered date towards you, I feel like, because, you know, all season so far, we've been talking about how sex positive and just open you are. And I think that's something probably very important that you wanted to see and hear. Um, So we saw you give your uh, group date rose to Mike at that date, um, who admitted that he was saving himself for marriage. How did that make you feel sitting on the bed staring at him as he is reading you this <laughs> letter? Um, I just want to clarify. I, I think he actually got just like the award for that, but the rose went to someone else that night, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, so Mike got the award. Yes. Yeah, so Mike got the award just because like he surprised me. I knew ahead of time. Like, I had this gut feeling based on his very minimal answers in the beginning. I was like, oh, shoot, he must be a virgin because like, he looks very uncomfortable and I was very worried right. about him. And I didn't have the opportunity to check on him, you know, before he performed. So I didn't know what to expect. And then when he went up there and read that letter, I was just so moved by it and how just, you know, comfortable he was still pursuing me given his beliefs and how just open and honest he was. Like it literally like brought a tear to my eye. Um, mm-hmm. And so he was so deserving of the award that day. Mm-hmm. I just think it was like so nice to watch like him being able to be vulnerable and be true to himself and not feel like he has to be something else and know like who you are. And honestly, he gave himself a chance. And the fact that you like actually felt a connection with him as he was being open and vulnerable, I thought that was like so beautiful to see. Because like sometimes, I mean, if you think about it, oh, you know, a virgin going to date like someone that's very open and like sex positive, it doesn't sound like it's like a recipe for success however there's so much more to him and he's not saying like I'm not gonna have you know sex with you ever it's just like I'm waiting for a certain time so who knows he could have been your person who knows (laughs) and let's just say there are other ways to physically connect that are not exactly exactly (laughs) and I like how it was portrayed I feel like in the past there's been such a stigma around virgins on the show you know like we saw with Colton's season where it, you know, I think overall, like, people own it, but they still, like, you know, there's always people out there that will criticize and comment and say mean things, whatever they want to say. And I think that right. 
it was shown in a really great way where, I mean, at first I, I was like, oh my gosh, God bless him. He looks so uncomfortable. And I just like wanted right. to hug him through the screen. But I think, as you said, Tasha, like he just kind of owned who he was and he wasn't ashamed. And like, yeah, I'm sure overall the date made him feel weird, but I don't think he was afraid to share that with you, Katie. And I'm, I'm actually glad that he was able to do it so early on that it didn't come as a major shock to you later on. I think that would have just been worse for it everyone been involved. Worse. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, like, and, and again, like, I don't read spoilers. I truly have no idea how far he goes. But if he's somebody that you would have really fallen for and, and he would have told you this, like, a month or so in, it probably could have changed a lot of things in a different way. So. Yeah. It really reminded me of my entrance on Matt's season. And I knew I was going to be myself and it could either send me home or keep me, you know, going and pursuing this. And Mike P said the same thing. He's like, I could either own it and risk possibly going home because she is sex positive or, you know, lying about who I really am. And so I was Mm -hmm. just really proud of him for just, you know, owning it, embracing it. And yeah, you guys will see that Mike and I uh, move forward together. All right. Can't (laughs) wait. Can't wait. Well, speaking of moving forward, that's not the only date you had this week. We obviously saw you go on your first one-on-one, which I really actually want to ask you about because we obviously saw that date go to Greg. He also was the lucky recipient of your first impression, Rose. And I don't think, and I'm sure people will correct me if I'm wrong, we've ever seen somebody receive the first Rose and then also get the first one-on-one date. I feel like, at least when I was Bachelorette, I I was kind of told to steer away they're like don't put all your ba- eggs in one basket and don't give it all away like you don't want the men to know you're like super super into somebody so right. was that a decision that you were just like fuck it I like him I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do and I want to spend more time with him or like, like how did that all transpire I guess yeah I knew the date was gonna be centered around my dad so it was a very important date and Greg was someone that I had a very early connection with just like right away and so without really getting to know a lot of the guys, I was like, Greg's the, the best one at this time to go on this date with me, you know? And plus, right. you know, so shy and insecure. And I was like, I'm gonna give him that validation and, and really get him to bring down his walls and get to know him better, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because I didn't want that to be a problem going forward if he continued to be like shy and closed off. So he was the perfect right. one to go on the date with, um, although not knowing that he had also lost his dad. So it mm-hmm. really was this like beautiful thing that. I could never have predicted. Mm-hmm. Which I found really interesting watching because he actually waited to the dinner date to tell you that. Mm-hmm. You know, that he had also lost his dad as opposed to talking about it earlier in the day when you opened up to him. And so, like, did you feel like at that time, like, you wish you would have known earlier? Or did you feel like it was, like, the perfect time? I do actually wish he told me during the day because as I'm telling him my story, I could tell there was something he wanted. He to was say holding back. Or right. Like maybe, yeah. Holding back. Um, you know, but also as someone who lost a parent, if he's not ready to talk about it or doesn't want to get emotional in front of me, then that's fine. Um, but it, there was a kind of a little bit of a roadblock at times when I would recognize there's something he's thinking about, but he wouldn't open up about it until that evening. Mm-hmm. And how did well, you feel once he did? Like, did you, did you feel a sense of relief or just, you related to him a little bit more? Oh, it was a huge moment for Greg and I because, you know, here he is getting emotional in front of me, which I know sometimes for men that's hard. And I was just letting him know, like, it's okay to cry and embrace your emotions. Um, And for us to talk about, you know, him and his dad, and it was something I think he's been needing to do in general because it it has only been two years. 
and it is a tough thing to still have to think about, you know, as he's moving forward, wanting a family and children and marriage. Yeah. I got to say, um, for somebody who, I mean, we, and we've talked about this before on, I think when we had you on happy hour the first time around, um, you know, I can relate to losing a parent. I lost my dad in 2009. And I think like, it's never easy to talk about, especially in certain situations when you know, basically the world and all these strangers that you don't know are going to hear your story. Um, it's right. a really, really scary thing. And so I commend you for being able to put yourself in the space with not only Greg, but on the show to be able to open up and share your story because it's only going to bring out so many people who have gone through something similar with you or similar to you and who can relate to losing a parent or a loved one. Um, I think it was a really, really special moment that like just for me as a viewer, I feel so grateful to have been able to watch like you sit there and, and share that with him. And I think, too, for Greg, like, you know, I I don't know him. I can only imagine for him this being the first week ever coming on the show. Like, he he didn't have a season under his belt to kind of know what to expect. I think you felt like a safe haven that he could open up to, which I think is really special and just shows your character and how important um, and just special and open you probably made him feel. I think it was just a really special moment it was it was a date that um I don't think we see all that often on the show where you can actually bond over something so deep and real and raw and special um and so for anyone out there who has gone through something similar um you know reach out I'm I'm, I don't want to speak for you Katie but you can always reach out to me or I'm sure Katie at some point um but thank you for sharing that and I hope um, we can see more in-depth conversations like that, like because I feel like it really bonded you and Greg in a way where I have in my notes after after he opened up at the dinner date dinner portion, I was like done. This is a done deal, right? Like this right. bonds you in such a crazy way that I was like, this man is going far. Like he, if he's not the one at the end of this, he's going far because, like. The way that that, you know, like sadness and, and like hard, heavy shit can connect people. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you'll be able to do that with many of the other men. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But thank you, Katie, for sharing more of your story. I think it was really important for all of us viewers to see. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it was definitely a moment where we could kind of show each other that we're there for each other at our lowest point. And yeah, it definitely bonded us for sure. Mm-hmm. Were you, um, you know, you said you knew kind of going into that day what the date was going to be like. Was any part of you a little apprehensive knowing that it was probably going to be a bit more tougher and it wasn't the, you know, let's go in a hot air balloon type date? Right. Yeah. I, you know, I wasn't sure how I was going to handle it. You know, in some ways it's like this really special moment and fun. Um but Becca, I'm sure you can relate. Sometimes it just hits you when you least expect it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I really didn't know what to expect going into the date. You know, of course I want it to be light and fun. It is a very special date to me. Um, But I didn't expect to kind of like open up as emotional as Greg and I ended up being together. Mm -hmm. And I was just going to say, like, did you ever think that you could possibly relate to somebody on this level, on this journey? I mean, I, I guess you could never know, but can you believe that that actually happened? That was like your first impression, Rose. It was so quick, you know, like it's also my first one-on-one day ever mm-hmm. uh, as a bachelorette. And so for us to really utilize that time together, it's, it's not a lot of time. 
and to right. bond the way that we did, we used every minute of that that one on one date, and it really made a difference. Mm-hmm. Whew. Well, all I gotta say is. Uh, the men have some very stiff competition after that date and that first impression <laughs> with Greg. I have high hopes, big expectations for Greg. Um, who knows? I'm always wrong, and every time I think how <laughs> a season's going to play out, it never goes my way, so I don't know. Um, but moving on, so we have one more date, obviously, this week, which was a lot more lighthearted, rugged. The men did this buckle brawl where they, you know, rip off their shirts and they're in the mud. Um you know, I think the main takeaway from that date was all of the drama between Aaron and Cody, <clears throat> which yes. we obviously saw you address um, and sent Cody home by the end of that night. Uh, when you sat down with Aaron, I mean, I know that you right away highlighted the fact that, OK, there was some tension there. We all felt it. But did you expect him to share what he did with you? Um, what Cody did with you're saying what Aaron shared? What, yeah, did you expect Aaron to share what he did with you, like, in regards to Cody and, like, men not being here for the right reasons and being, you know, kind of sketchy? I mean, I, I'm, I don't know if I ever had expectations because I don't know what to expect ever with any of them. Um, when he did open up, though, I was, I was thankful, you know, because he is looking out for me and our relationship. And if he has a problem, I want to know about it, you know? And right. I, I just love that he was very direct which you'll see, you know, with Carl, who was not very direct. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have time to play games, you know, so I really did appreciate Aaron just being straightforward and not wasting any of my time and just letting me know what's up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I will say, I mean, you never know what to expect in the, you know, week by week, day by day. So much changes so quickly. Um, <laughs> I remember at times when I was in your position being like, it's too soon for this. It's too soon for the drama and for men to <laughs> be fighting with other men. But, you know, that's the show. Uh, well, so it really caught, of- off a, it caught a lot of people off guard on night one when they were like, when Aaron pulled Cody aside and was like, I never liked you and I don't mm-hmm. like you. It was just, everyone's like, what's happening here? I know that yeah. there's drama, obviously, but then yeah, we saw it go down. Yeah, at least we had more context to what was actually Absolutely. going on and, and why. It was I weird. Think the premiere night, everyone was like, what the heck is this guy just causing Literally. drama? Cause drama? <laughs> um, okay, well, we have so much that's going to happen in these next couple of weeks. And obviously, we're already now into week three coming up. So I want you, I, mean, I know you can't give much away, but I want you to give us like a little bit of a teaser of what to expect, what's coming up. Um, we did see in the previews for next week that Nick Vial is going to be hosting a date. So can you give us any more about what's coming? Yeah, you know, the upcoming episode is going to be a, a pretty important conversation. And I don't think it's really been highlighted before in this way. Um, and I say that because it's, an, it's a conversation that I want Bachelor Nation to join in on. It's a very important one for men and women to go through and understand. Um, so I'm just really, really excited to have that opportunity to share um, because I got to do that with the men and it really made a difference. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Now, I, I, I know you can't give away anything really, but is it a conversation that you had with Nick or that Nick then also had with the men? Like... What were we talking about? I will say this. <laughs> I, um, again, I never expect anything. And so I'm going through this date. I didn't know this conversation was going to happen. It just, in my heart, I was like, this is the time to share it. Mm-hmm. And it surprised everybody, um, mm-hmm. including myself. But it really was transformative for 
me on my journey and really bonded me with those men who were there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I can't wait to tune in, Katie. I know. I'm just like sitting back here, like being quiet. <laughs> I don't know what to say because I don't want to allude to anything that it's going to, um, yeah, it's, it's impactful. I'm going to say, Katie, you are a pro. I mean, I know that you've done your media rounds since the premiere and obviously when you were announced as Bachelorette, but you like give us just enough to want more <laughs> without giving too much away. And now I know what it feels like because when I was on your side, I was like, ooh, haha, this is kind of fun. Like I can tease things, but without like telling anything. And now I'm like, oh, I want more. God, Katie, come on. Um, okay. I, I mean, I can't wait to see everything happen. I mean, overall in your head and your heart, how are you doing like you know, obviously you lived it and it's a different experience watching it back. But like overall, where are you at right now? Are you happy? Are you in a good place? <laughs> yeah, I will say I'm happy. But I will also say watching these back is triggering at times. You know, you're reliving what was once a special moment and now is a distant memory. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a little hard to kind of re-go through this when you had just finally like healed from it and now you have to go all over it again mm-hmm. is there that's any the part that a lot of people don't understand mm-hmm. truly and it is difficult yeah is there anything that you have had to I mean maybe you haven't already but you will that you'll have to or want to warn your family and friends about like I remember when I came <gasps> back I came I came back home and I was like, okay, uh, mom, just so you're aware, this happens in like week seven or something that happens at the end, just so it's not a shocker to you. But have you had to have those sorts of conversations yet? Um, without giving too much away, everyone's going to see with hometowns, with my mom and my family, there's nothing that can shock us. So, <laughs> <laughs> there's no warnings for them. They, nothing can shock them mm-hmm. oh I this is something that just popped into my mind because obviously you didn't go to hometowns on mad season and I, and I don't mean that as a jab at all I'm just saying like I didn't even think about it but so this is your first time with your family that they'll be filming with you and part of this you know the show if you yeah. will what was that like for them I mean they're definitely out of their comfort zone you know and and a lot of people don't realize how vulnerable you have to be when you are going through this experience and, and talking about your emotions. And that's not something that my aunt is used to. You know, my mom, she's just an emotional mess. Yeah. Um, and so I think sometimes they also lead with humor to kind of make up for their nervousness. Mm-hmm. And that's the part I'm actually dreading watching back is like, what did they say to these men? <laughs> I oh can't my God. wait. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Well, um, oh. Heather McDonald was our guest on Happy Hour last week, and she. Uh, you you had made a comment in the week of the premiere and you were like, um, you know, if these men, I don't, and I don't remember what the context was around. I think it was around like being open about like sexuality and, and you were like, well, if they can't keep up with me, they can't keep up with my family. And Heather yes. was like, what's going on with the family? <laughs> but, uh, but I took it as just like, you guys are all very open and it's not a taboo or like frowned upon to talk about like your sexuality and like owning that. Is that correct? Is that kind of what you meant? Yes. I'm glad you picked up on it. And I realized later how weird it did sound to people who didn't understand. <laughs> but yeah, it's not uncommon for us to be at like a family gathering and talking about sexual experiences or like making jokes about sex. You know, like we're just very open and comfortable with each other. And so if someone was to be uncomfortable with that, they would just dread family gatherings then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I want to meet your family. They sound like a fun bunch. They're a fun bunch. <laughs> I mean, I've heard some stories and it's, it's, it's a wild time. I love it. <laughs> Um, okay, we, uh, we're going to get into a game, um, and I have a couple more questions, but one thing that I wanted to ask, um, that Tisha, I don't remember what you said earlier, um, but was there any point through, like, you know, going back to rewatching the season now, and there's so much that you've missed and that you're like learning about the guys and hearing what they actually have to say when you're not around, um, for Tasha and Kaylin, was there any point where they had to come to you and warn you about certain things or be like, hey, you know, maybe ask this guy this sort of question or bring this up to somebody or this is kind of what's going down, be aware of it, that type of thing? No, what I loved is I was still able to go through this experience in my own way in the most you know natural way you can. You know, my girlfriends in the real world wouldn't know about what's going on with my boyfriends. So Tasha and Caitlin kind of, stepped away in terms of that but when I reached out for advice or they saw me struggling then that's when you get to see us all kind of have our girl moments and Mm -hmm. and really support each other so not not once did they ever kind of give me any like insider scoop to anything Mm -hmm. I love that though I love that you asked that Becca because it's so true like we were there to just help mentor her and like navigate her we're not trying to Mm -hmm. like persuade her to go any other way we're not producers we're not. So mm-hmm. um, not that they do that, but it's just like we're not running the show or doing anything behind the scenes like that. We were strictly there just to help her. So if she was going through something and was like having a difficult decision or a difficult time, like navigating through emotions, like she just called on us and then we helped her just mm-hmm. like you would with your normal girlfriends. Yeah. But it wasn't like, hey, by the way, I stalked this guy's Instagram and uh, there's four <laughs> girls in his last post. You know what I mean? If I was Katie, I would be, I would have on my hotel phone, you guys on speed dial and be like, hi, hi. can you come over and help me pick up my outfit? Or like, I just need some girl time. Literally freaking wine. out. I would yeah. be calling you girls every single day. Yeah, no, not like, the hey. randoms. We're like, why is Katie not calling us today? It's like she's dating and busy and stuff. Like, (laughs) she was occupied. Um, Okay, I'm going to ask both of you this question. What is the strangest thing that you learned about each other throughout this season? About about you two. I don't know if she learned too much about me. This was about her. It wasn't about me. Uh, I learned something about Tasha. Oh, God, what? (laughs) Oh, no. Tasha has this this alter ego. When when she wants to really loosen up, she... (laughs) She's a, she's a good she's a good time I'll what's her name that. what's her name we're actually trying to she figure that out Asia? i don't know we're, we were trying to figure out this time um what that uh little alter ego is but she definitely does come out you are actually very right with that i also, gotta meet this person he has a really fun drink she likes to drink to loosen up as well she made it for me it yeah. has ipa beer and what else is it Gin. wine Gin. There it is. Mm-hmm. Grapefruit juice. That's that what sounds it is. horrible. <laughs> I said this. I actually said the same thing, but it's actually really good. It's something. It's really refreshing in the summer. I feel like it would be a really good drink for the summer. Like if you're on the boat, it like hits you right. I don't know how to explain oh it. Oh my gosh. You okay, go to drink before you judge it. Okay, yes. I'm gonna. I'll give it a go, but only if you make it for me, Katie. Deal. I agree. She has when to we're all it. together. Okay. Wait, does it have a name? Okay, here's the thing. I thought, I found it the first time. I thought it was called like the, the Elvis Presley. So like, right. I Googled it mm-hmm. and it's not really like a known thing. Um, so I, the Elvis Presley, I guess. No, no, no. We're going <laughs> to rename Katie it. Thurston? 
We're gonna yeah, we're gonna rename it um Katie's like lucky new- lucky number eighteen or something. Or, or just like the New Mexico or like you know what I mean? Like I don't Girl know. Squad. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Something like that. Okay. It's it's wow. pretty good. Whew. All right. I'm gonna have to give it a whirl one of these days, Katie, when I make you hang out with me. Um yeah. Okay, so we want to get into this little fun game that we have. But before that, you know the deal. We asked you this the first time around. And without giving anything, no spoilers away from your season so far, what has been your rose of the season and what has been your thorn? The rose? Oh, I know this is going to sound cheesy, but like the men, like, I can't say it enough and you guys are just going to see it. They're so good. They're mm-hmm. such a good group overall. Yes, there's some rotten apples, but overall, America's going to fall in love with all of them. The, I mean, so there's always crazy. some rotten apples. That's to be expected. But yeah. And then your thorn. Ooh, up, up to this point? <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty. Um, I mean, the, the drama, like the petty drama, like that seems so pointless and like annoying you know that's why cody went home right away i was like i i'm not even invested in you to care to figure out if this is true or not like bye mm-hmm. right so yeah just the drama yeah Whew. well i can't wait to see it all play out um okay last question here if you could give us a one sentence teaser of what's to come this season what would it be hmm. I mean, it's hard because like it, it, there's so many different ways I can go. There's so much. Believe me, I I just had a press day. They all kept asking me like, I don't know what actually to say because so much goes on. Have you not seen the teaser? <laughs> like it's wild. Okay, I mean, between the two of you, we can come up with something. Okay. Uh, no, this is all Katie. <laughs> um, I mean, think. I would say it's. Uh, I've been saying it's a wild ride. You know, I've really described it as like a roller coaster of just like slowly going up, 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 and then it just drops. Oh shit! What? <laughs> you can't just say that. This is. Hey. <laughs> Does this end happy? That's that's like that's like fun. That's like scary. That's like thrilling. It's everything. Okay, that's truly, I, what the end is like for me. You know, I I definitely say that it's. I, I tell people to buckle up. It's going to get really freaking good. I say that there's so much that is going to be unexpected, but also there's a lot of firsts. And I know you've said this as well, but there's a lot of firsts this season that I don't think people are going to or have seen before. And so that's what I leave it at. Maybe let's not do this thing, but like maybe let's do this, this, and then maybe like a round and then like, you know, maybe Space Mountain. How about Space Mountain? You're like, eyes are covered. (laughs) You don't know what you're doing. I don't mean it in like a bad way. It's just like that first feeling of like, ah, and then you're like, yay, you know? Roller coaster. Yeah, okay. Okay, I like the roller coaster analogy better than I'm thinking of like the the Tower of Terror where it just like drops and you like plunge to the bottom and everyone's just like, what? Well, I mean, she went straight up like, hi, and then no. Yeah, I know. I was watching her body language as you as you're reenacting this, and I'm like, um, uh, um I don't know if that's are we good. okay? <laughs> I, I'm doing a, uh, an ad for BetterHelp on the podcast. I mean, oh, do we talk it out? Um, okay, okay. Um, so we always love to play our games, our little, you know, bachelorette games, if you will. And you are officially our newest bachelorette. So, Tasha, do you want to kind of explain how this is going to work? 
Yes. Okay. So this is a game of this or that. So this is a situation that only the bachelorette knows how to handle. So we're going to give you a situation of this or that, and you have to pick one or the other. But okay. it's more of like a rapid fire kind of thing. So mm-hmm. you can't really give it too much thought. Mm-hmm. So I'll start off. Yes. Okay? okay? Okay. Would you rather send someone home at a rose ceremony or on a one-on-one date? A one-on-one date. Ooh, oh, damn, that's brutal. I, I know, cutthroat, <laughs> Katie, I like it. All right, okay. okay. Uh, kiss everyone on the first night or have just a few meaningful kisses? Kiss everyone. Love it, love it, my girl. Uh, that's why okay. she's bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> um, break up with someone or be... Let me start that over. Break up with someone or be broken up with? Break up with someone. Ooh, that's a tough it. one. Honestly, they both really suck. Uh, okay. Suck. Would you rather watch fireworks or have a surprise concert? Surprise concert. Good okay. Would you rather have a cat limo <laughs> arrival or a ball pit limo arrival? Oh. I know. That one's kind of unfair. Man, I don't know. I know. Probably, ooh. Cat limo arrival. Okay. I was going to say, don't, don't do her Connor dirty like that by saying the balls. I, I will say the balls looked pretty fun, though. Okay. They were pretty. <laughs> Wait, Tisha, did you and Caitlin play in them later? No, which is so... <laughs> we were busy that night. Okay, we had a you lot were. of men to... You had a lot on. more on your mind. I get it. I get it. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, Katie, would you rather take your men on a physical date or a date where they have to perform? A date where they have to perform. Okay. Yeah. Okay, would you rather have myself and Caitlin on a group date or at a rose ceremony? Group date, for sure. Mm-hmm. We're fun Always girls. so much fun. Would you rather wear an extravagant dress or something more simple? Something more simple. That's my girl. That's my girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, would you rather share something personal with a guy or have them share something personal with you? I'd rather have them share something personal with me. Mm-hmm. Good answer, too. Uh, okay, this is not part of the game. I just have a question to go off of that. Did you ever feel like when you were bachelorette, were the guys good at first about asking you a lot of questions back? Because I know you are there to get to know them very quickly because there's so many of them. But did you ever feel like they just assumed they already knew so much about you and didn't even care or like need to ask you? So interesting. Yeah, there were definitely some that were so focused on introducing who they were you know trying to like win my heart because they are a b and c but then there's definitely a lot of them who took the time to kind of ask me similar questions and actually engage in conversations mm-hmm. and those are the men who are going to go further because we are bonding back and forth and not just one-sided conversation yes Whew. god i love you katie okay last <laughs> question for the game would you rather give a guy a group date rose or the first rose at a ceremony Ooh, group date rose Mm-hmm. <laughs> all righty katie you are great you like so far it has been such a pleasure to watch you you've just like i feel like you've just been yourself and you've owned it and you articulate what you're looking for so well like so as a viewer i totally understand you i don't have any questions around you of like why is she doing this or saying this it doesn't make sense and so I mean I know we've only seen two episodes but I keep saying this like I can't wait to see week by week what happens because I am so excited to watch your journey and we truly like want nothing but the best for you yes thank you I appreciate it 
It has been so fun having you on. I really wish we could keep chatting and I wish we could keep chatting like outside of the podcast because I feel like I could get more dirt from the two of you together. (laughs) But I understand you are a very busy wanted woman these days. Um, But where are you at right now? Are you back home? Are you able to like kind of chill and relax for a little bit? Yeah, I'm home and um, kind of taking it literally day by day. Like I don't even know what next week holds for me that's how my life feels right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna be like that for a while i think just it's to warn fun. you just just hang on in there if you need us you obviously mm-hmm. know, know that we're here for you oh yeah thank you, you ladies before before we let you go though i know like your world is constantly changing and evolving and like you said you'd never know what to expect so is there anything that you want to ask either of us right now in like this next chapter of what to expect or any advice that we can maybe hopefully give you yeah you know i think i will have questions but i told myself to wait till the halfway mark like right now i'm just soaking it in Mm -hmm. once the like chaotic part of that kind of settles that's when i'm like all right game plan help me out ladies where do i go what do i do how does this Mm -hmm. work what's happening okay well we'll be here whenever you are ready and you i'm sure our listeners will ask if you're part of the group chat yes you are part of the bachelor group (laughs) chat we added you before your season started and all of the girls are so thrilled to have you you know join this little girl gang that we have going on um so yeah we're always here for everything but thank you for taking time out of your crazy schedule today to be with us Thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm sure we'll talk soon, but Mm -hmm. hang in there and we will talk later. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, bye. And you'll look gorgeous, by the way. (laughs) Of course she does. (laughs) Of course she does. Katie is a very strong and independent woman, and I think that's the one thing that even, like, I learned from her is just, like, she's very confident in what she wants, and I think it's very admirable, you know? But also, that's the one thing that I did tell her. I'm like, I know you like to control the situation. You have a very good, like, uh, reign on your life right now. But this Mm -hmm. is, like, the one time in your life where you have to let go. And I'm telling you it's okay to let go. Like, we're not Mm going to let you fall. So that was something that, you know, we talked about week after week just because it's a scary time. But it's just, like, such – it's a, it's a scary and exciting and like it's it's nerve-wracking and it's you're vulnerable um and you're happy but you're sad and like it's it's there's so mm-hmm. many emotions so um yeah yeah it gets intense which is probably why she was like it was a roller coaster of emotions I think for Katie she came in and it seems like she doesn't need a man to complete her like you said she seems so independent you know She has this great life back at home. She just wanted somebody to kind of click and fit into the puzzle that she has. And so at times it's hard when you're like, no, I'm good. I'm fine. Like, I don't need a man, but I want a man to really just like throw your hands up and be like, you know, Jesus, take the wheel right now. It's not the easiest thing. So I, again, like, that's why I'm glad that she had you and Caitlin, because who better to give that advice and like be alongside her than two former bachelorettes, you know, you did just go through it. And so, um, yeah, it's good. I definitely, like, I hope we can have her back on, um, either later on or at the finale, the season finale, because like, I would just love to hear more. Um, you know, I can tell it's such a weird space. Like I remember doing the press rounds, um, right when your season starts and, and like I said, you can't give too much away and you, you can only tease so much. And she's very good about, leaving us wanting more and not giving it away. So that's why I definitely want to have her back so we can, you know, really like let it all 
all out Let there and talk about everything. Out. Give yes. us her real opinions and thoughts and whatnot. I mean, she is right now, but it's it's tough. It's a it's a mm-hmm. tough thing to navigate. Yeah, for sure. So um, this has been so much fun, Tasha. I'm glad that you were back on this week with me once again. And to all of our Bachelor Happy Hour listeners, thank you all for hanging out with us. And next week, we're going to be talking to Mr. Michael A. So if you guys have any questions for him or your Bachelor in the future, please make sure to hit us up on social at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And as always, please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, The Wondery App, or wherever you are listening to us right now. Right now. Thanks everyone. Bye. Have a good week. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secrets number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.